0: Wasebara, lead author at Offsea Sport. On this week's episode of Greatness, I will cover racing superstars Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen of Formula One. Both drivers are considered to be the two biggest names in the sport today. Those who follow F1 know the rivalry of these two stars, especially in their recent doings. Verstappen already is a two time champion, locking up the 2022 and 2021 championships. Hamilton, who is already quite the name in the sports world, has seven world titles yes, seven his last being in 2020. Up until this point, both drivers have 141 wins, 125 pole positions, and 274 podiums between them. Yes, of course, those numbers can be skewed, as Hamilton has been in a competition for 17 years, while Verstappen has 9 seasons. However, they do not become the two biggest names in the sport by accident. Both drivers have their own roots to the sport, and not to mention two contrasting stories. No matter how their careers play out, There will always be debate on whether one was much better than the other. Similarities, differences, car colors. It does not matter. Both men will always be great in the fans' eyes and in my eyes. I'm so excited to break this down to you all, my office mates. Quick pit stop. See what I did there? And we'll be right back. Last week on Greatness, I covered baseball superstar Shohei Otani of the Los Angeles Angels. From his calculated goals to his historic and current numbers, I break down what makes him great. If you have not done so already, I encourage you to check out Greatness, Shohei Otani. After listening, I also encourage following Off-Sea Sport on Instagram at Sport. That is O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. I could cannot thank you all enough for the support. Now, back to the show. As someone who has been following Formula 1 since 2019, I'll admit my knowledge is rather rudimentary compared to some of my peers, and perhaps some of you, my fellow office mates. However, I would think it's fair to say that after watching three, going on four seasons of Formula One, and doing a little bit of research about our stars, Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen give me the notion of the nature versus nurture philosophy. Let's break that down further. If you are new to the nature versus nurture philosophy, what it is basically is that we try to investigate whether someone's ability to do something at an exceptional level is natural, Or if it was because they had the resources around them to succeed. In all honesty, I think those who share greatness have little hints of both. Before I get carried away and get too deep into the reference rather than the topics in it, let me explain as to why Hamilton and Verstappen can fit into this bill on both sides of the track. Let's start with Hamilton, the 7-time world champion, the flair, Mr. Sustainable, the fashionable one, you name it. To many, his name is almost synonymous with Formula One, and even the most casual followers know who he is, just ask Shaquille O'Neal. However, before all the money, fame, and titles, there was once a humble beginning to that. Hamilton, hailing from England, was born to a rather modest family. His parents were both in the working world and did not have what most racers had grown up, being related to a racing person or having money to invest in racing as that can be very expensive, just ask his adversary Verstappen. However, His journey to racing was ignited by his dad buying him a radio-controlled car when he was 5 years old. Soon enough, Hamilton was racing RC cars and started actually beating kids older than him, with him being a runner-up in the British National Championship at age 6. His father wondered very quickly as to whether Lewis had something in him. At this rate, it sounds like nature, right? Fasten your seatbelts. It gets a lot more interesting. Hamilton started karting later into his 6-year-old season, Going to a local course, it was clear that Hamilton was able to translate the RC skills onto an actual cart. If you had already taken a peek into Hamilton's accolades, you will find it hard to believe that it is said that Hamilton got a nosebleed during his first karting runs due to an accident. Perhaps the nosebleed was his welcome to karting, but that did not stop him from going out there and trying to get faster and faster. Once his father saw this, he decided to get Lewis a cart and started to work more than one job to support his son's racing expenditures as long as Lewis was producing results in school. Next thing we know, Hamilton ends up racking up the following. 1995 Cadet Karting Championship, 1996 Champions of the Future Series, Sky TV Kartmasters Champion, and Five Nations Champion. 1997 Junior Yamaha, Champions of the Future Champion, Super 1 Series, and British Champion. All of these achievements led to a sponsorship by McLaren, who at the time were the cream of the crop in Formula 1 in 1998 when Lewis was 13. This type of deal was unprecedented at the time. Their team principal Ron Dennis was the one responsible for handing out the contract, partially due to Hamilton telling him one day that he will be racing his cars. Ron Dennis made an investment that worked out quite well, as it has resulted in the following: in 2003, Hamilton won the Formula Renault UK Championship; 2005, he became the Formula Euro Champion, GP2 Champion in 2006, and in 2008, won his first F1 Championship with McLaren. At this point in the show. It is very easy to say that Hamilton just had it and that he was natural. However, let me remind you how expensive racing is. Remember when I said that Hamilton's dad worked four jobs to support the karting? That nature bought Hamilton a deal that was able to nurture him to get onto a fast track to Formula 1 and win almost instantly. As a fan, I'm thankful for that nature in his natural talent but also that nurture from McLaren because without that investment, we could have had a what-if story. Luckily... That didn't happen and we're able to appreciate the greatness while we have it let's take a quick break and now we will break down max verstappen welcome back office mates now we have a little bit into how lewis hamilton found his way to f1 let's look at verstappen verstappen hailing from belgium but races under the dutch flag was born to two parents who have backgrounds in racing his father Jos Verstappen competed in Formula One, while his mother Sophie Kumpen was an established kart driver. It is known that Verstappen's parents separated, and Max spent more time with his father Jos. Just on this information alone, you're already thinking too that Max Verstappen, like his opponent, is a natural talent, just in a different way, being the product of two racing drivers. That may be more so as we take a look into his junior career. Verstappen started karting early in 2003, making him roughly six years old at the time. By 2005, at age 8, he had already won his first championship, the Belgium championship mini, winning all the races. Compared to Hamilton, Verstappen actually won just about every major karting series including the 2013 KZ championship at age 15. Because of these early results, he was able to jump into European Formula 3 the following season at age 16. When in European F3, Verstappen was able to blitz the competition, taking an astonishing 3rd place in his first season. Due to this performance, this is where Verstappen got his investment, this time with Red Bull Racing. Red Bull Racing has such a big racing history in present itself. They technically have two teams, Red Bull and AlphaTauri, formerly known as Toro Rosso. Red Bull gave Verstappen a drive in 2015 through Toro Rosso, making him the youngest driver in history at 17 years old. Mind you, he did not do GP2 or F2 like Hamilton. Much like Ron Dennis, this investment has paid off quite heavily as by 2016, Verstappen started racing on Red Bull, where he has been ever since. During his time at Red Bull, he has achieved the following. 2016, 5th finish, 2017, 6th, 2018, 4th, 2019, 3rd, 2020, 3rd, 21, and 22, champion. In Verstappen's case, it is very easy to say that he, like Hamilton, was very natural too in racing. While I can agree with that, I want to say that Max Verstappen has a bigger nurture than Hamilton in the sense that he had the family, the connections, the backing, which eventually led to a bigger backing from Red Bull to go from serious contender to world champion. Verstappen kind of reminds me of last week's star, Shohei Ohtani, who had familiarity with their respective sports and blossomed to the world beaters they are today in such a short period of time. Ohtani also can be a case of nature versus nurture, but this week is all about the drivers. Let's take another break, and we'll be right back and break down their desires to always be at the best of their discipline. Welcome back, office mates. If you ever take the liberty of watching a Formula 1 race that has taken place within the last couple years, you'll consistently see the discussion being centered around Verstappen and Hamilton. Both drivers have been at different crossroads in their careers and both had fought long and hard to finally reach the promised land. In Hamilton's case, there was a long gap between him and his long reign at the top with Mercedes. When he broke into McLaren in 2007, he had a pretty hot start finishing second in his rookie year, going to champion in 2008 and falling to fifth in his third season in 2009. He would not finish higher than 4th for the duration of his McLaren stint and eventually moved on to Mercedes in 2013 after sidestepping for a bronze GP championship led by Jensen Button in 2009 and 4 straight Red Bull championships via Sebastian Vettel. Despite having a pedestrian 4th place finish in 2013, his first year at Mercedes, he ended up having 6 championships in 7 years starting in 2014. As you can see, Hamilton has had his fair share of failure, however failure is what makes people stronger, or in this case great. Imagine you, being the hot young sensation, gaining success early, only to come to failure just as quickly. For some, it would be easy to think that maybe they just won't win again, not Hamilton. Though his move seemed controversial at the time, in a way he paid it back by investing in a team not necessarily monetarily, but through time and vision. As a result, it brought him success. It's as if the racing world told Hamilton, you got to see it through my boy, and did he really. A very similar case can be made for Max Verstappen. In the last segment, you heard me rehash how he was able to get to the top division so quickly. Then when he got to the top flight, he made his team's A team within a season and a half. The big difference here is that while Hamilton went on top to somehow being low to on top again, Verstappen had a steady rise into being the top driver in the sport as of now. A reminder of his points finishes as a Red Bull driver, 5th in 2016. 6th in 2017, 4th in 2018, 3rd in 2019 and 2020, and champion in 2021 and 2022. Drive and consistency is what gave Max his rise to P1. There's also been strides of growth and maturity in the process. Mind you, he started at 17, and as of now he's only 25. I don't know about you, but if I had the pleasure of doing what I loved at 17 and just hit 25, I would have already seen so much. I would definitely feel like that I'm that guy. However, I would be appreciative of the experience and the lessons that competition has taught me. Good, bad, and indifferent. I mean, mates, what would you do if you got to do your dream job at 17? Crazy, right? In all seriousness, Verstappen did also get the you-got-to-see-it-through-my-boy moment. However, like his peer, it worked out quite well. It's our last stop of the race. Checkered flag ahead. Be right back. At the time of this episode, the 2003 F1 season is well underway. Here are the current totals for both drivers after 5 races. Hamilton 5 races, 1 podium, best result 2nd, 56 points and 4th in the championship. Verstappen 5 races, 5 podiums, 3 wins, best result 1st, 119 points and leading the championship. Verstappen may very well be on course to be the champion again and en route to a repeat something that his fellow competitor has done before. While I do think that Lewis Hamilton will get that 8th championship in the near future, it can get very entertaining to see these two duke it out every year that they are together in the sport. With Hamilton being 38 years old, those days might be a bit numbered, but it allows us fans, and perhaps new fans in the form of you all, my fellow office mates, to appreciate those days while we still have them. No matter what happens, these two will always be great now, tomorrow, and well after they race into the sunset. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Please leave ratings, reviews, and follow on social media. All the support means a lot to me and the project. Come back again next week as I cover tennis superstar Naomi Osaka. See you at the cube or water cooler. We'll talk shop. This has been a production of OffSea Sport. OffSea Sport can be found wherever you stream your podcasts and on Instagram at OffSeaSport. That's O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T.